0: This programme was first broadcast on Canterbury's community access radio station Plains FM 96.9 and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. On February 6, 1840, an important document was signed at Waitangi, known as Te Tiriti or Waitangi. This document was a covenant between the many hapu of Aotearoa and the British Crown. It acknowledged the ongoing authority of hapu to govern themselves, Tino rangatiratanga and created a new form of governance, Kawanatanga, that granted the Crown the right to govern non-Māori. Te Tiriti provides a framework for peaceful coexistence in a rapidly changing world. The story that had led up to this day was one of intrepid journeys, violence, drama, and possibility. While there were instances of respectful cultural exchange and friendship, The assumption of superiority by European colonizers led to actions that created misunderstandings and mamai, hurt, that for many continue to this day. These episodes played out featuring a diverse cast of characters whose actions shaped our present day and will continue to reverberate into our future.
1: In the early 1800s, beneficial trading between Māori and Pākehā was increasing by the day. However, disputes would sometimes end in bloodshed. One such incident in 1809 was that involving the crew of the boys, commanded by Captain John Thompson. The ship had sailed from Sydney to Whangaroa to pick up a shipment of kauri spars destined for England. Spars are long poles which are used for shipmasts and booms, and kauri was particularly sought after because of its strength. At the time, many young Māori had become crew members of whaling, sealing and trading ships, and one such adventurer was Nati Uru man Te Ara. Te Ara was working his passage home to Whangaroa after travelling for two years. Unfortunately, an incident occurred on board which resulted in the young chieftain being flogged with a short knotted whip called a cat and nine tails. Differing accounts recording his misdemeanour as either being blamed falsely for some spoons being thrown overboard, concealing an axe under his cloak, or his refusal to work because of his mana as the son of a chief. When Te hapu learned of what had happened, they were outraged and decided on Utu for such humiliation of the son of a chief. Thompson was ignorant to the offence. As master of the ship, he was fully entitled to impose such punishment under British Common Law. Under Māori law, to dishonor Te ara in this way required a rebalancing of the scales. This was against the background of a previous incident involving another ship's visit. When the ship had visited Whangaroa, an epidemic broke out which claimed lives. During the visit, the captain had shown off a chiming pocket watch to Māori aboard his ship and accidentally dropped it into the harbour. Māori believed the watch was cursed and was the cause of the outbreak. Consequently, they were weary of Europeans. Putting their plan of Utu into action, the warriors lured Thompson and some crew members into the forest under the guise of seeing some choice timber. Instead, they killed them. Then the warriors, dressed in the clothes of the slain Englishmen and under the cover of darkness, boarded the ship to kill the remaining crew. Some days later, a party of warriors went aboard the boys to inspect the spoils, and while they were examining the muskets and gunpowder, a flint ignited an open barrel of gunpowder, which exploded, causing a chain reaction, resulting in the ship being set aflame. Eventually, it burned to the waterline and sank. Several warriors were killed in the explosion.